Are you tired, frustrated, and feel stuck? Are you a high-performing business professional, entrepreneur, and you are not getting the results you desire or you hit a ceiling? Have you been around the block and tried many modalities? You are in the right place. The answer, my friend, is in the little-known brain-soul connection. Welcome to the Brain Soul Success Show, where we learn, explore, and create your dream life. Your host, Louise Schwartzwalter, created a five-part mind-body-soul methodology that clears the subconscious blocks to success. You are a soul with a body, not a body with a soul. The seed of all you need is already within you. From engaging transformational interviews, brain-soul success stories, and secrets shared by health, wellness, and spiritual experts, you will reconnect, revitalize, and transform your powerful life. It's time for you. Welcome back, everyone, to the Brain Soul Success Show. I am so delighted to have our guest with us today. She is just awesome. It's Raywin Guerrero, and she's the gutsy executive coach. She's committed to high-performing women. She helps you connect the dots from those burnout symptoms, you know, and guides you in really playing out your life. What I like about Rewin is she's, you know, a functional medicine coach here, but she blends and, and works on the mindset piece as well. So over for 10 years, she was both a patient and a practitioner of functional health. Um, she's seen the link between the gut and the brain, and that sent and, and it's central to how you think and how you feel, right? How you sleep, how you connect, how you perform, how you thrive. So she draws on this framework of functional medicine and functional dia diagnostic nutrition. Um, and you also have done some hypnotherapy, and you combine all of this in your corporate wellness experience to optimize health for organizations and for individuals. So she's set to change the face of healthcare and create a well world. I love that. And I love even your website, wellworldwellworks.co, right? Because you're really helping people get totally well, not just, hey, let's just get you feeling better because we did some lab work. Mm -hmm. That's that's totally it. Um, it's really yeah. about optimizing the human experience and particularly for women who I feel like give so much and have empty cups and they're still expected to keep giving, keep showing up as mothers, as, as, um, as, you know, business people and, and still be, you know, a lot of the women in my life, like that I've grown up with, they've sort of been the main breadwinners. And, you know, I've seen all my aunts go through that, like being the ones who are the mainstays of their family, looking after the children, looking after the husband, looking after, and then being totally empty at the end of it, you know, and their bodies and thyroids and all these things being depleted. So um, I, I really do love working with, with women, really, really do. Yeah. And you do such a beautiful job. You know, you really do. And I, I, I just love your stance. So that's what I, I, I feel when I'm with you. I'm like, you have such a great authentic stance. You just, you come from it, a heart place, that compassionate place. So, you know, you're not just running labs for people, you know, there's all kinds of great functional medicine people out there. And I know you probably work with them yourself, you know, who can help, who can really look at, Hey, your labs and figure out why your thyroid's tanked and all that stuff. And they might be able to figure that out, but some of those root causes are not just the, the labs. They're not just how your blood tests show up. 
You know, it's it's bigger than that. And that's what I love about the work that you do, Raywin, is you're really looking at the whole person. Yeah, thank you for saying that because that's how I, I feel having been um, a patient at one point um, and thankfully not any longer, but uh, I have had that experience of being on a medical, what I call the medical merry-go-round and you've kind of bounced from multiple um, consultants, specialists, uh, practitioners, even alternative health practitioners. Like I was telling someone yesterday, I said, oh my God, like I, I did Qigong, I did cupping, I did Tai Chi, I did um, Reiki, I did all this like energy work, but none of this stuff was making a difference in addition to the stuff that I was doing with my traditional, um, you know, the endocrinologist, the gynecologist, the urologist, the psychologist, the gastroenterologist, all my ologists. Yeah. I had a whole team of ologists that was just not getting any better, you know? So that, that story for me and seeing it in my family, you know, I grew up with, um, my dad was in a coma when I was three and, um, and the doctors had no answers. Like they were just sort of like, well, you know, all you can do is pray because we've already operated and we can't find anything and he's not well and we don't know how to help him. And they didn't really understand about the innate healing wisdom of the body, that the body can fix itself. And that was probably my first intro into realizing that modern medicine as wonderful as it is, if you've got a broken leg or you've been in a fire mm-hmm. and you need like emergency services, like it's phenomenal for that but to really kind of uncover like what's the root cause behind something. And they they don't necessarily do that. And, you know, you can't do that in a 10 minute appointment, right? You can't, it's just that model isn't designed for uncovering the root cause. You know, there's a great TV show called the new Amsterdam. I don't know if you've seen it. It's about, yeah, it's good. I like that show. And I don't always get to see TV, but when I do, I get excited. Yeah. Yeah. I love that show. And there was a line in it where I remember, you know, the lead character, he's there trying to advocate for his patients to give them what they need, not necessarily just surgery, but all because he was calculating like how much it's costing for these people to be in the hospital, just recurring, you know, coming back like every, mm-hmm. every three months, they're back for another emergency. And it's like, this is costing us so much money. Like, how about we actually take care of them and change their lives, help them change their lives. And his Dean of medicine said, we're not in the business of changing lives. We're here to save lives. Right. So it's a totally different paradigm, right? Like the, the, the modern Western, yeah. The Western way of doing things is, is the business of saving life. So if you fall down and you break something, they will help you put it back together or x-ray or whatever, but actually changing lifestyle is a totally different game. And I want to get to people before they end up in the emergency room. I want to get work with them on that whole, you know, you talk about the brain and the body. And for me, my intro to all of this, like I said, was seeing what happened with my dad, then my grandfather. So like a huge family history of illness of all kinds. So like physical as well as psychological. And I ended up moving to the UK uh, to study psychology, to understand, well, how do you get people off of psychopharmaceuticals? Because I had seen that the damage it had done to my grandfather over 20 years, it was was terrible. Like he'd been on Valium for 20 years and his nephew was a doctor who just used to write him scripts. Like the second he ran out, he just dole it out like candy. And that led to, you know, vascular dementia and with seven years of a very, very awful decline to witness. So I'm like, there's gotta be better ways to dealing with anxiety. So I started looking into, well, how do you 
how do you, how do you help people's brains? Right. And it, it never occurred to me that there was this, I was looking at this mind body connection, but I hadn't ever, it hadn't occurred to me that the body can impact the mind, that if you're not giving the body what it needs, then the mind isn't going to function well. Right. So, right. Um, and that's when my own epiphany happened. So, you know, I started off doing mind body, um, learning hypnosis, using CBT, getting people to reframe their negative thoughts and help them with panic and sleep problems and, and, and anxiety and phobias, like lots of phobias initially. Hypnosis mm-hmm. was great for that. But um, when it came to my stuff, like when my IBS and all my stuff kicked in, like the year after, like I got divorced in 2010, my first marriage. And um, and I got really sick. Like every month I had something like I was unwell, you know, and needed antibiotics every single month. And that just led to, by the, by the end of that year, I had massive gut issues, massive anxiety, just all sorts of problems. So, um, and that's when I started looking at all the different ologists and, uh, and started understanding the brain and the gut and how they're connected and realizing, oh, I need to do some work on healing this. Cause I basically wiped out my immune system and also all my neurotransmitters, like just wiped it out, you know, from being on multiple medications. How did you turn it around? Um, you know, that was God. I really think that was the universe okay. like stepping in. Right. That, um, mm-hmm. so I, I left my husband in 2010. It was not a great relationship. It was, you know, very, um, emotionally abusive. And, um, you know, I, I set off on a journey to rediscover myself. I went traveling, um, all that sort of great stuff at my eat, pray, love year. And, uh, oh. and, and at the end of that, I still had a job, like I still had my day job and I had to do it, but I, every, every week, long weekend I could take, I took it. Like I went and I did something. I went and volunteered in Israel and Jerusalem. I did a lot of cool, fun things, things that I always wanted to do that I wasn't able to do when I was with him. And, um, the, uh, how did I turn it around? I, on, in that eat, pray, love year, I was on a beach in the South of France on a weekend that I was supposed to be with a friend who bailed on me at the very last minute. And I said, screw it. I'm going anywhere. The hotel's paid for the flights booked. I'm going anyway. I don't care if I have to be on the beach by myself. I am just going to have a good time. And while I was there, I met a girl who was traveling from Australia. We were all sitting there with three of us. So like these three girls who have their towels out spread out across the beach and we're all taking selfies of our, and then I just thought, this is ridiculous. Let me just go over and ask, like, do you want me to take a selfie? You want me to take a photo of you? And they're like, oh yeah, thank you. And we all ended up hanging out. And one of them, she said, oh my God, you remind me so much of my sister. And I said, what's your sister do? And she said, oh, she's an angelic Reiki healer. And I was like, oh, cool. She said, and she lives in London. And she, I said, oh, where in London? I said, because that's where I live. And she said, oh, and she told me where. I said, oh my God, that's like five minutes from my, my house, like a 10 minute walk. Like if I drove, it would be like two minutes, but it's like a 10 minute walk. Wow. And so that lady, so the second I got back at the end of that weekend, literally at the end of that weekend, like I went back on a Sunday and by Tuesday I had an appointment with her sister. And um, we started clearing through all the stuff, like getting through all the baggage, all this, all the trauma of, you know, the marriage, the husband, the, 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 the you know, stuff with my parents, my dad and, and all that stuff, the coma, all the things that had been restricting and keeping me playing small and making me feel afraid and um, have a mean like that's kind of trapped, stuck state. Um, so I went to her and like literally within I started seeing her regularly, like at once every, once every couple of weeks. And by the end of that year, so that was like October, September, October, by the end of that year, I had the courage to tell my boss, I said, I'm going to quit. Like, I'm not doing this job anymore. And he said, well, what are you going to do? And I said, I'm going to help people. 
I'm going to be a hypnotherapist full time. And he said, no, you don't need to leave to do that. He said, how about we give you a job right here and you run the well-being program? I was like, what well-being program? He said, that's just it. You get to create it. I'm like, oh, that sounds really cool. I get to create a well, you know, I was in a bank, like there was no well-being program. And this is 2010, end of 2010. 2011. So I said, I get to create a well-being program. He's like, yes, of course. He said, I don't want you to go anywhere. He said, we'll keep you here. He said, you'd have to analyze data. You'd have to be this conduit. You'd have to bring people in um, who would do, he said, I don't want you advocate doing anything yourself. You're going to find all the best of the best, bring them in to elevate people's thinking around all these different modalities. So that's what I did. I started pulling together a program. Yeah, it was really cool. And one of the people that I brought in was a functional medicine practitioner. And she came to talk about children's health. I didn't know she was going to be talking about antibiotics and food or whatever. I thought she was going to be talking about how to help your ADHD kids. And um, she started listing off all these side effects of medications, of antibiotics, and all the things that she listed off were all the things that I had, like the wacky hormones, the migraines, the eczema, the anxiety, the IBS. And I'm like, oh my God, like, this is what happened to me. Like I took all these, these drugs you know, I've been on the pill and all that. I was like, it totally wrecked my body, like wrecked my immunity, wrecked my nervous system. Mm-hmm. And I thought I have to find someone like her to work with. She was very expensive. So I didn't end up working with her, but I worked with <laughs> someone else. I ended up working oh. with someone else. And that's when, yeah, I, I went through this. So I, you know, I ruled anything structural out. I went and saw all the conventional mm-hmm. people, but they had no answers. They just said, there's nothing structurally. I, the gastroenterologist, she looked at me and she just said, very disinterestedly. In fact, I don't even think she looked at me. She just kind of like looked at the paper and she said, there's nothing structurally wrong with you. It must be in your head. Maybe you should manage your stress. Um, I'm like, lady, like I have the best job. Like I'm, you know, I'm, I love what I'm doing. Like, this is not about my stress. Something's physically wrong with me. Like I know something is physically not right. And of course doing all the lab work eventually helped me identify what was going on, you know, like, all you know, the- how many people have that though? I mean, like I was told that too, you know, you know, it's all in your head, you know, and you're trying to figure out, well, wait a minute, I don't feel, I don't feel good. You know, what strikes me and I just have to interject here. Um, and I know our audience is, is listening and, and just so intently to your story here of everything that you've been through. You're so aligned spiritually. I mean, you met this woman on the beach, her sister's 10 minutes from your house, right? You're, going to quit your job and you get an opportunity to do your dream in your job, you know, mm-hmm. to start practicing and doing what you love to do and helping people. Mm-hmm. Um, it almost just feels like as you're walking on the earth, Raywin, you're attracting what you need in a really beautiful way. And I know that that goes back to your faith. You have a strong faith, even if you don't acknowledge it. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think I, I do acknowledge yeah. it. Like I, you know, my dad is a pastor, so I grew up in a pretty religious house and he became a pastor after he came out of the coma, right? So he found Jesus after the coma. He said that he was ready. He said, he told God, he said, I'm ready to go. And he said, God told him he sat down and talked to Jesus and Jesus said, Nope, your time is not here. It's not now. You have a lot of work to do. You got to go back. And I was three years old. I'm 43 now. I'm, you know, it's 40 years ago and he's still here. 
You know, he's a 69 year old guy who's still climbing coconut trees and, and, and growing organic food. And he has his flock and he's got fish. He's got like over 20,000 tilapia in his own pond and he's all organic. And he came out totally changing his diet and everything as well. Mm -hmm. So he was vegetarian for a very long time and then he became pescatarian and Mm -hmm. he has his own farm and his own fish. And, you know, I was really blessed to grow up around that and to see someone Mm -hmm. like him always walk in faith as well. So he's never been someone who worries about things. He doesn't worry about money. My mother was the, was the warrior. She was the one with the anxiety, but he was always like, everything will work out. And I think I have some of, I have both of them. Like I definitely had my anxiety and my panic that kicked in at one point, but Mm -hmm. now I definitely feel like I've stepped into more of being like, you know, everything's going to be okay. And I, I say mantras and affirmations every day. And when I met that lady, um, Alex, Alexandra Wenman, she was phenomenal because we came up with a bunch of affirmations, like things like I, I trust in the divine plan for my life. Um, I attract the right people to me at the right time. My life is living, I'm living in divine timing. So I used a lot of those and I still use them to this day. That was 2010. This is now, wow, you know, that's great. Yeah. yeah. So, so look how far you've come too. you yeah. know, in your, in your own, on your own path here. And of course, now you have your own business, Yes. you know, so you're not working at that company anymore. You started your own, your own functional medicine practice and, you know, doing so, so beautifully there, you know, and helping so many people. And I love how you blended, you know, all of your tools. Well, I think that's why they've been given to us, right? They're your gifts. And, you know, if we go to the Bible and I don't know how many people who listen to this are religious or just, I'm not religious. I'm very spiritual, but I did grow up with a very strong religious foundation. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really go to church or any of those things, but I definitely talk to God. I meditate. I connect with source. Um, Mm -hmm. my dad laughs at me. He says, you know, you talk to God, like he's the universe. I said, well, he is the universe. He said, well, he's not the universe. He's God. And like, we have these debates about these things. Right. I said, cause you know, I said, you can't contain God. Like you just, you can't do that. Right. So, um, but yeah, like integrating mind body practices, um, breath work, visualization, um, these are all big, big parts of, you know, people think, oh, we're just going to focus on supplements and diet. I'm like, no, I, I'm not that person. If that's what you want, you found the wrong person. That is not me. Mm-hmm. I am the person who's going to help you step into your fullest self. Like, if, cause I always liken them to flowers. I said, if you have a rose, cause roses, I love roses. So if you've got a rose and you plant it in a desert, what's going to happen to that rose? It's not going to get water. It's going to get burnt up by the sun. It's not going to get the right amount of shade that it needs. It's basically going to wither and die. And I said, and that's what we're seeing happening on a massive scale for people who are living in modern day deserts. Like our urban living is a desert. It's not giving our souls what we need in order for you to bloom and to prosper and to flourish and to thrive. You need to get out of the desert, like start being watered regularly. And however you water yourself is, you know, is that through meditation? Is that through prayer? Is that through living in alignment with your, your purpose, like finding work that you love or people that support you and love you and lift you up? Mm-hmm. You know, that's how you escape your spiritual desert or your modern your urban desert, right? You And you start nourishing and then the body will start to, to align itself as well. You know, all these women that come in, um, problems with their hormones, with um, anxiety, with very often it's usually down to either they're in a really crappy relationship, right? They're not getting the support that they need. They don't feel valued or seen. And having lived through that, I can relate. 
um, mm-hmm. and they don't feel supported um, either financially or otherwise emotionally, or they are in crappy dead end jobs where they don't feel supported or valued or seen, or they're stifled or they're micromanaged. And mm-hmm. they're struggling to be able to break free from that because they've told themselves that they can't either due to programming from a, a parent, or maybe they're even their situation where they can't see beyond, Hey, I've got mouths to feed, or I have a mortgage to pay, or I have things that I have commitments and I can't just walk away from my job. I help them figure out like through the work that we do, like, yeah, let's get the body right because then you'll be able to start thinking clearer. And that's one of the first things that starts to shift, like their energy returns. Like when we work on the physical, like that, the biochemical, the energy starts to shift mm-hmm. like on a, a cellular level. And then their spiritual energy starts to shift. Then they start to think about, you know, I say, you know, get you to practice gratitude, get you to get into positive self-talk, um, understanding what you're worth and it's raising your, your deserve level, like what you believe you deserve, you know, because so much of our conditioning, you know, with my first marriage, my mother believed that I should have stayed with my ex-husband. She stayed in touch with him for years, even though she knew he wasn't very good for me or to me, you know, because she's like, well, you just get married and you suck it up. That's just what you do. You just do different values. Yes. Yeah. You know, and yeah. you do what, what is, um, you know, society mm-hmm. expects of you. And we have all of that conditioning pro- built into us and to undo that can be very traumatic. Like there's a affirmation that I listen to, you know, I'm healing. And then the lady goes on to say, but healing is an atrocious process. She said it's a beautiful word with an atrocious process because there's so much unlayering and deprogramming that you have to go through and it can be painful and, and, you know, and, um, and it can take a while. And that's why I don't ever recommend doing it on your own. Like definitely work with someone to help you do it. Because when you try to do it by yourself, you can sometimes end up in more of a downward spiral uh, rather than someone who can help you see, well, well, what are the blessings in this? Where are the gifts? Where are they? Where, what, what is this here to teach you? And I try to do that with my clients. I try to say, well, what do you think? What do you think your body's saying to you? What is it here to teach you? And ultimately, ultimately it comes back always to this one thing, like how to love myself how to not neglect it's myself. It's always about that self-love. You know, we're so aligned because, you know, I do that whole, and we've worked together on this too. We can share that as well. You know, we've done a, we, I use a brain, a system that I call the brain system, because just like you, I found the body. Yes. we got to take care of B equals body, mm-hmm. you know, so when we take care of the body, then yes, then your brain can work better. So it's eating right, getting good sleep. All that stuff has to happen. That's true. That's, that's foundational. Yeah. That's foundational. Um, but we also have to release the baggage and that's what you're talking about here. And when we start doing that, it's like an onion skin peeling. And just like you, I certainly have found that, yes, we need support during that time. And then I kind of took it further and figured out that there's a connection between the brain and the soul, not just the brain and the heart and the gut. You know, there definitely is that we're whole people, but when we do the soul level work and we clear those patterns that allows people's gifts to really shine and for you to come into your power. Like I was so excited the other day when you texted me and said, Oh my gosh, cause we just did one clearing. We just did, I think one, right. We only did yeah. Even before I had my first session with you, even before when I had reached out to you, some things had already started shifting. Like the second I had reached out, stuff started to shift. And see, I want everyone to hear that because what I want them to know and everyone listening is it's when you make the decision. So when mm-hmm. you make a decision to make the change, no matter who you're working with or whatever program you're in or whatever you decide, um, it will start to shift because you made the decision. 
Yeah, and that's, absolutely. And that's what happened for you. you and know, I've and then, seen it happen repeatedly. Like that's not the first time. It's mm-hmm. like, I can't stay here anymore. I, and I made the decision to be happy. I didn't make the decision to be, you know, I just said, look, I just need to be happy and I need help doing that right now because all my usual things are not working. <laughs> so. Right. And, you, and often we get to those places and that's when we say that to ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. But I was just so excited because the other day you had such a big leap in income in one day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that was that was very cool. And that's because we cleared some deeper blocks. So you're on the path you know, of, of even up-leveling more, you know, you've already done a lot of great work and you're helping so many people. And, you know, we always need coaches and mentors. And I believe in that fully, you know, I tell clients, I say, you know, you see a professional athlete, like a tennis player or a footballer, they've got a nutrition coach, they've got um, an osteopath, a chiropractor, um, a a functional medicine doctor. They've also got um, a yoga trainer. They probably have an energy healer. They've got a whole team surrounding them in order for them to perform at their best and to be their best. Right. And how do we think that we can go through our lives trying to figure out all this stuff by ourselves? You know, like I, (laughs) I have a broken down car, I am not going to try and DIY my car myself. I'm going to go get help. I'm going to go to an expert on how to fix cars. So exactly. why you're not an expert in how to fix your body yet, but you, you are, you will have that inner knowing, but you're going to work with someone who's going to show you how. And that's, that's my job. My job is to like decode what your body is saying to you and then help you put together all the pieces of the puzzle and get you to understand it when it's talking so that you're not afraid of it. Cause so many people have health anxiety, like, Oh my God, the palpitations mean I'm, I'm going to die. I'm getting a, help, a heart attack. And I'm like, no, it's a panic attack. And it's telling you that something's up and we need, you know, rather than turning off the fire alarm with the medication, let's just find the fire and put it out. So you know, car analogies, fire analogies, but, you know, find work with someone like when you're going through, when you're going through stuff and we'll always be going through stuff. Like I have never not had a coach and and I I need different types of coaches at different times, you know, either I need something spiritual or I need, you know, I've had a psychologist, I've had a psychiatrist, psychiatrist. I loved her, but every session ended with, so don't you just want to take the citalopram? I'm like, no, I don't just want to take it. I want you to help me figure this stuff out. Like, I know I'm not feeling great, but you can't just be like, just take the meds. I'm like, no. <laughs> well, good for you for standing strong in your, you know, in your own, in your own truth there. Um, who are the three, you know, three top coaches or, or practitioners, doctors, whoever that you work with, that, you know, give us just, yeah, not necessarily their names, but three, three people, three coaches or mentors that you work with. Yeah, um, took you the furthest, took you the furthest. Well, we just mentioned Alex from England. She's she's actually Australian, but she lives in England. Um, So I worked with her for years, like literally years. Um, And a lot of amazing shifts happened during that time, you know, Mm -hmm. really, really powerful transformational things happened during that time. Um, In fact, even... Oh my gosh! And uh, this this shaman in um, in Mallorca, a German lady, a German shaman. Um, I had gone through a really terrible breakup in 2019, and I same thing. This was all phenomenally ordained because I was living on people's sofas because I was homeless after this breakup. So 2019, not that long ago. Okay, my 40th uh-huh. birthday, homeless. Um, <laughs> it was pretty rough. It was rough, uh-huh. and. Um, you know, I had a home, but it was being rented out. And because of the breakup, I'd been living with him and I'd rented out my house and I couldn't get these people out of my house because I would have broken the lease and it would have been bad, like on all sorts of levels. So I have to live with other people and friends. And while staying at a friend's house um, or her sofa, um, searched through, was looking for, I said, I need a retreat. Like, I know I need to go somewhere and clear this 
bad juju. Like I just, I just knew like this breakup on the birthday. It's bad. This is just bad, bad juju. Not how I want to start my 40th year. Right. Uh-huh. So, um, <laughs> I, I found this retreat very serendipitously and it was not massively expensive. Like not at all. I think it was like 700 pounds, which is probably about like, I don't know, like $900, not a lot of money for three days in the sun in Mallorca. So bear in mind, it's winter in England. This is like February in England, right? It's freezing cold, rain, dark. And I see Mallorca, March. I'm like, March is not far away. I can hold out until March. And I get, (laughs) you know, these are the things that you tell yourself, right? And around the same time, Tony Robbins kind of entered my life at that point. So Tony Robbins is a big, big influence because for years I dismissed him and I thought all my friends who followed him were nuts. And it was the same time like that, that, that retreat happened. I think actually Tony Robbins might've happened right before. And then the retreat happened because uh-huh. I watched his, um, his, his, uh, I'm not your guru movie. It's like a docu drama or docu something documentary. Uh-huh. Yes. And I watched that and I was blown away. I was like crying through the whole thing. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is how you turn lemons to lemonade. And immediately after I found the, uh, the retreat um, in Mallorca mm-hmm. and ended up going there in March, had sunshine. I was the first person who arrived. So I got to spend a lot of time with the shaman. I got there before everybody else. Cause my flight was like five in the morning. So I got there super early mm-hmm. and, um, she and I chatted loads and she did some work with me. And that was like the thing, like literally within one month, I met my husband, mm-hmm. like literally one month I met my husband and she said it to me, like while we were working together, we were going for a drive on the beach with all the other people. There were you know 10 other ladies or whatever. And we're going for a drive and I'm sitting in the front seat with her. And she says, your life's about to change and become unrecognizable. And I'm like, eh, whatever. Like I said, these shamans, they just talk like, they just talk so much, whatever. <laughs> and literally like, I kid you not, that was a Saturday. And four weeks later, I met my husband. Oh my gosh. You know, again, I just, as I'm listening to you, I mean, your story, you are just, you're so beautiful and you're so beautifully aligned, you know, um, spiritually, you always find what you need, you know? So now today is you're helping some of your, your people with their, with their issues. Um, Give us a story of a success, a success, success story, you know, something that someone you've helped using all of your amazing tools. Oh, wow. That, well, very recently, um, I took on a client that I probably would never have touched probably about two years ago, but because I'd, I've done so much more work as a practitioner, um, this is someone who was bedridden, right? And debilitated by panic attacks. And her family thought that she was, they thought she was completely loopy and they thought this is all in her head and she can't get out of bed. But she kept saying, no, there's like physical pressure in my chest. And she had been hunting down functional medicine practitioners because she understood this gut brain thing, but everyone in her life was dismissing her as being crazy. Her parents, her husband, like they all, her sister, no one believed her. And she found me, she started off doing my group program. So, cause it was a lot more affordable to enter into that than committing to three months of working with me one-to-one. But, but within the first group session, she said, oh my God, I just need to upgrade and do the whole thing because this is what I need. And that was in August, September, September. So she did the group for like maybe a month and not even, I don't even think she did lasted a full month in the group. She started working with me one-to-one and, you know, we found all sorts of things like SIBO, um, for people who don't have small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. So there was a lot of stuff wrong with her, her gut and her small intestine, as well as she had a parasite, she had all these other things. And 
I literally, I'm in a, a mastermind with her now. So she's like my biggest success story. And, um, she's been, she's been out of bed for months, I think probably like five months right now. It took her about three months to kind of get there. But even within the first two weeks, she said, I have a hospital appointment. I don't know how I'm going to get there. I'm supposed to walk. How am I supposed to walk? And we did some hypnosis and visualizing her, you know, before the rest of her body and all the supplements and the foods and stuff could kick in. I got her to really tap into the fact that, you know, everything that's going on is just your body crying for help. And there's, it's not broken in the way, cause she kept thinking she needed an ambulance. She used to call an ambulance like every weekend because she thought she was dying. So she'd be rushing to the hospital, like being carried to the hospital. And they'd just say, look, all you're having is a panic attack. And they just wanted to say, like, give her some benzos, get her to calm down. But she knew intuitively, like, same thing. She's like, that's not what's going on. There's something else. And we were able to figure that out through doing my labs, like doing the functional labs. And yeah, now she's, she texts me yesterday morning. She says, I'm up. I have all my posh clothes on. I'm cleaning the house and I'm ready to change the world. You know, <laughs> oh, that's so wonderful. You know, and she's going on trips with her kids. Cause she couldn't see her children. Like they'd have to come up to the room to see her. She couldn't go. She had a little rabbit downstairs. She couldn't go and play with her rabbit. Now she's playing with her rabbit. Now she's talking about building up her business. So we're in this little mastermind together with a couple other people. And we're talking about how we grow and expand and, and help more people. And yeah, now she's like, I'm actually have the energy and the strength and I can get up. She's like, I'm even happy just to do the washing up. Like I can actually get out of bed and do these things that I'm just happy about it. So and she's helping, awesome. helping her husband now too, because he's gone through a bit of a rough time. So she's helping him with everything. So to me, it's that ripple effect. Like when you get one person in a family, and like I said, the woman that kind of at the core of that, the, the, the women in the family, you get one of them working and, and feeling good and being able to change their life, then everything around them starts to change. So that's the ripple effect that I'm, I'm after. That's awesome. That's really congratulations. And yes, I agree. That's what I see as well. You know, when the, when the, when the mom changes often, or the woman changes, the people around them change. I know when I changed, my kids changed, you know, my family changed. So, um, so that's definitely definitely the path. Yeah. Women sure. are influencers. We're in, influ- you know, we talk about all these social media influencers, like they're not real influence, like women are influencers. They have the most, they impact yes. millions of lives. Oh. And, you know, and Mother's Day is coming up, you know, and I know this will probably air after Mother's Day, but yes, with Mother's Day coming up, yes, we want to honor all of our moms and all of our women, you know, in the world. Not that we're not honoring the men too. We honor, I honor everyone. I love people. I think I just love being with you and listening to your story. And, and I'm so, you know, excited for you. And I'm also excited because I know that you just had some, you know, we're, we're working on another layer here and you got another big leap in your, in your income. So it was like $5,550 on May 5th. Five, five. Yes. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Yeah. I get this great text from you and I'm like, wow, that's awesome. So, you know, and that's because we did some deep work too, just clearing another little layer out for you. But you know, all those amazing tools that you have, I love what you're doing with people. I mean, I just really can feel it, Raywin, that you're doing some deep level work, you know, and we're aligned that way. We like to do the, the, the psychological as well as the physical, we know that there's a connection there for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're not, when you're not working, um, let's get to know, you know, the personal Ray Wynn now, when you're not working, what is it, what are some of your hobbies? What do you like to do? 
Well, it would probably surprise you to know that I grew up as a musician. So my whole family is super musical and I have, I have two pianos and so, <laughs> um, one in England and one in California. I have no piano here. So that's something that I, I feel like oh, I don't even have a guitar here, but you know, um, I'm in Mexico right now. I'll be back in California soon. So I can't wait to go home and like, and play my piano and be able to wake up in the morning and touch it. And, you know, I, I get very, like I've been playing since I was four. Uh, or wow. or even earlier i think i think I, yeah i think i was four yeah i was four years old when i touched my first piano um my cousin's house in brooklyn up in their attic and my mom god bless her you know we're talking about mothers um she's like who taught I, I think i was playing mary had a little lamb i remember it so clearly like literally i just remember like this this, this room up in the attic and i'm like dun, 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 dun. and she's like who taught you how to play that i was like nobody she's like okay, we're taking you to piano lessons. Like you figure that out all by yourself. Like, and she lit, and I was the youngest person at piano lessons. We lied to the teacher, told her I was five because she said she didn't take anyone under five <laughs> so that I could start playing. Um, and I, I, you know, I still play like, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm in my forties and it's still something that's a big that's part of my great. life. Um, and music, I believe, you know, I see it transform so many people. I've seen it transform me. Like I meditate to music. I've been listening to Deva Pramal for 20 yeah 2001 is when I first got introduced to David Pramal and Mitten and what's interesting is that I ended up marrying someone like Mitten like my husband's a lot older than me and all my friends laugh they say you two you remind me like the both of you remind me of David Pramal and Mitten they have like a 24 year gap or something between them too and I said yeah but it really works like it just works because to be with someone who's been through so much as well like both of us have had tremendous transformation like when he met me I was going through all that stuff and mm -hmm. just come out of that being homeless and he connected with it. He said, I've been homeless. He said, I used to sleep on a massage table, you know, at one point, like, cause he had walked away from a, a traumatic relationship as well. And the things that you do in order to be happy, like for your, that your soul yes, tells you, like you have soul. to be happy, yes. like your soul says, I can't be in this situation any longer. This is not good for me. I don't even care that I have nowhere to go. I just need to get out of this. I need to be happy. And yeah. once you do that, like once you decide I'm going to be happy, the rest of the world, the rest of everything else just lines up. It just totally lines up. So and he and I connected on that, like the minute we met and he just said, wow, you're really, you're brave. Like you're, you know, <laughs> that is absolutely beautiful. And I love that you brought that up. So because I do want to say to our audience here, you know, yes, do the things that give you joy, you know, that make, that make you happy. We can tell from your story that you shared today that yes, you went to the retreat and those things that you did, you know, you followed your joy, you followed that, you followed your heart. Um, and that's what brought you to being this amazing, you know, coach that you are today, working with so many amazing women in the world. Um, you know, if you were going to leave our audience with one brain tip, what would that be? Oh, well, when you get the body right, the brain follows, right? So, you know, if you want to, and my, my way of getting that right is actually sleep. So, you know, okay. I think, I think a lot of people, they think, oh, it's all the food or whatever, but you want to get the body to heal. It doesn't matter what food you eat. If you are not getting rest, good quality rest, your body's not going to heal. So if you want to balance your hormones, if you want to have more energy, if you want to, if you want to be able to have better exercise results and look better, your sleep, your rest and recovery is probably one of the most important things, probably most underrated pillar of health, I think. And oh, it's the thing that I've seen. Too. Yeah. So, so getting good quality rest bed before by 10 PM, I don't always do it. I'm not perfect. I'm, I'm a bit of a night owl. And like I said, I was a musician. I grew up with a bunch of people who like to stay up playing music until three in the morning or four, <laughs> but, <laughs> but so I'm not always, and I, I sometimes feel like I come alive at nine o'clock and I can write more and I can, I, I write, I'm a writer. Right. So, um, 
But, you know, if you could plan it out and be like, okay, at least four nights this week, I'm going to get into bed at a sensible time. You will mm-hmm. feel so much better. You will look so much better. You will start healing um, and, and starting to balance out your brain because that's your glymphatic system is activated between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. And that's mm-hmm. when the brain's cleaning up all the debris and consolidating memories. And, and yes. really, so yeah, brain tip, sleep. Sleep. Yeah. Great brain tip. I love it. Absolutely. Can you call me and get me to bed on time? Yeah. <laughs> well, when people text me at all hours, I'm like, what on earth are you doing awake? Like, please put your phone down. Like by 8 p.m., put that phone down. You know? That is such, no, that's such a great tip. I, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, how can people get a hold of you? So tell us where they can find you. So I've got a wonderful um, online community that's free that I would love people to join. Um, we've got about 550 members right now. Again, me and my five, five, 550 members right now. Um, and all that happened very recently too. And it's a Facebook group called Well Works World. Cause again, with the mission of creating a well world. So facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash well works world. And I also have a free mini course, five days called get gutsy um, in keeping with the whole gut brain theme. So I would love for people to do that. And it's just on my website, um, well-works.co. And there's like a little drop down under services and you'll see free Get Gutsy mini course and you can click on that and sign up for it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being with us today and for sharing your heart and sharing your story. You definitely want to check out that little mini course, you know, her Get Gutsy course. And so go to that Facebook page and join as well. And, uh, and just benefit here from Ray Wynn's, you know, amazing wisdom and the journey that she walked and how she can help you now, especially if you're suffering with any of these, you know, burnout problems and, you know, fatigue and you need those labs, you know, you need to have the labs done as well as the, uh, the mindset stuff. And then you certainly can work with uh, um, myself as well. You can check out the Brain Soul Success Show for more more shows here and, uh, and look forward to seeing all of you guys in the future here and have a great day, everyone. Thank you.